0: Welcome back to this week's edition of Men of the Machine. I'm Kevin. I'm Pat. and uh, this week we've got I, I, I did I tell you at all what I had in mind? No. Oh, okay. So the main episode is almost entire main portion almost entirely gonna be comic based. I'll give you a quick rundown in just a second. Um, then we've got our games and then at the end, we've got good news because I've been pairing up with uh kevin cardinal on some future uh, enjoyable uh advent uh type uh, things for us to do which is excellent
1: oh and, jesus <laughs> um
0: so let's start did he ever
1: tell you his thing that he had mentioned once to me like right after we got back from comic-con no he was like if we didn't if skype wasn't involved he was just like i would just merge the two shows um that would be awesome but unfortunately that's the thing, is I was just like, um, but also, I mean, it's too, it's okay. The best way I can compare this is something that nobody besides me and maybe one other person on the planet will understand what I'm saying. But whatever. Um, basically, in um, wrestling, like, basically, when you're telling the truth. It's called a shoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Gabe, uh, when he used to run ROH, uh, used to do these shoot interviews. And there was one um, that was that I well, two that I own. One that's uh, CM Punk and and, uh, Colt Cabana, and one that's CM Punk and Samoa Joe. And, like, on one show, CM Punk is basically the straight man to Colt Cabana. Okay. And then on the other show, uh, Samoa Joe is basically the straight man to CM Punk. So it's, like, these two two, two totally different things that are awesome in different ways. Mm -hmm. So I was, like, if they merged, I don't know that that would be, like
0: satisfying, but... I would love to say that one day we could have a third show, but I think it would be essential to keep the two separate as well. Because basically, how it goes is uh, yours and Kevin's is... Cardinals, I should say. Yours and Cardinals has one topic... Cards. cards, Has one topic that you guys go nuts on for, you know, an hour, two hours, whatever. I think you guys are trying Uh, to get down to an hour. Yes, now it's only an hour Um,
1: straight up. Which gives me anxiety, but yes.
0: <laughs> uh, our show has a general opening, which is the first about 30 minutes. Then it has two segments, which um, we're not going to play our new game, but that'll be part of the news later, which uh, consists of like variations of uh, games. And then the final segment, which is... Um, uh, Like there was the comic thing, which I'm ready to get back into now that Rick and Morty's been done, and we're finally winding out of having Comic-Con, and all the shit that's been going on taking up the last segment. But anyways, uh, a little more structure, but still very loose-based, like today's is gonna be very loose. Um, If we did an episode, the three of us, it would have to be almost scripted. uh, (laughs) I
1: know, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) To
0: to give everyone equal time, to give everyone equal opinion, to give everyone uh, not attacking each other, because if one thread catches... It runs, and that goes in every direction. So it would have to literally be a TV show. It would. It, it would I mean, we couldn't do it otherwise. So I would love if to say I would
1: be down for that.
0: Well, so here's where the the end of the episode. We'll talk more about this. So let's start with the first piece. So huge, huge comic book things have gone on in the past, roughly mm, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, uh, and we're gonna talk about all of them. And I'll just give you one. What we're gonna talk about? We're going back to DC metal. Just, to, just that one's gonna be short since we already talked about wait, it. Just wait,
1: wait, like wait. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to look shocked.
0: Okay, no! hey, listen, <laughs> we're gonna go back to DC metal very quickly. That's gonna be a short one. Uh, I want to talk about the White Knight, because we haven't talked about that at all, and uh, I think people who are into the Batman should hear about the story in case they don't know. Which, if they listen to this and they know of Batman, they know of the story, but that's not
1: the I point. always love when people throw the, in like, the Batman! I'm just like, just, just don't.
0: Just, he's, just, just... <laughs> he's the Batman to me, and I'm sorry, just to throw things off base, I have no idea where this came from, and it's on our desk for some reason. It's my 2002, 2003 sixth grade boys Kevin Mills basketball participation trophy. <laughs> I did it, guys. I did. It. Guess how many points I scored that entire year? Uh, zero. <laughs> Eight points. Okay, fair enough. Four of them in one game. Uh, <laughs> anyways, I don't. I I'm I'm just like I looked down and I was just flabbergasted. So, anyways, uh, DC medal, White Knight. We're going to talk about two big names signing over to DC, one exclusively and the other one with just like, hey, you're going to write books for us. Uh, and last but not least, Thor Ragnarok. Not so much comics, but the show. Again, that one will be relatively short to hear everything you have to hear about Thor. I'm pretty sure Gifted Punksters did All right, fine, a full fine, episode. Fine.
1: Yes. <laughs> so
0: uh, I, that so that's part of at the end of this. That's part of it is referencing each other's shows in ways that we're not overlapping anymore because we've had a couple episodes where you've had to talk about the same thing twice. Uh, so I don't I, really
1: care though because I usually no, find other ways to do it. But
0: if I can, if if people decide it's actually nice it,
1: because then I get all of it all all of it out. True,
0: but if people nice. listen to um, both shows, it can become repetitive. I mean, not always, but it can become repetitive. So, anyways. Which do you want to start with? Get the small stuff out the way or get the big stuff out the way?
1: Whatever you want to do, man. I don't all care. right.
0: Small stuff out the way first. Uh, we finally have all of the dark multiverse Batman what, tie-ins. Yep. All of them. They're done. They're out the way. I was really thrown off when Batman Lost came out because I was like, I, what? The Batman Who Laughs is next week. Why? What? When I read it, it made more sense and I was really excited. It's probably, it's honestly my favorite tie-in. But.
1: Wait. Batman Who Laughs or Batman Lost? Batman Lost. You need to read... Kevin was right. You need to read uh, Grant Morrison's run then because it's exactly like that. After
0: listening to Grant Morrison speak on Fat Man on Batman, I want to be him. I want to live his life and experience everything he's experienced.
1: I actually stole one of his ideas because uh, I have a documentary that I own. Well, own. <laughs> uh, I have. Uh, digitally. Um which is basically, like, a long interview with him. Uh-huh. And, like, at one point, he basically talks about spells and basically it was the whole thing basically just, like, focusing all your energy onto this thing. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I did, and that's kind of how Seth Rollins won the title. I'm just saying, I'm responsible for that. That's all I'm saying. Who like... knows?
0: We, can t- we can't be, you know, there at the time. It's like sports people who wear the same underwear for 12 weeks in a row and their team wins the Super Bowl. You
1: never know. They could exactly. have had a part. I'm um... wearing this Green Lantern shirt today in the hopes, like, just – Poor, like, just putting it out in the universe that they'll show up in the Green Lantern uh, or in the Justice League movie. That's another
0: thing we can talk about is, and we're going to talk about it very vaguely, Patrick. I don't want to get in details because we'll start yelling I haven't it. seen it yet. No, it's no, no, are, no, I'm no, gonna... no, 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 Because we'll start yelling at critics is I want to talk about Punisher and oh. Justice League uh, preemptive stuff. Hey, right, we'll get to it. So, um, uh, so, so we have all of the Dark Multiverse Batman from DC Metal. If you don't know what DC Metal is, listen to our other episode, moving on. Uh, People have been overly rude I feel to the Batman who laughs because it came at the end of my friends not of I haven't read online reaction. I'm just saying of the people I know who read it, everyone's been asses and I really enjoyed it. so I wanted to yeah. ask where you put it like like how did you enjoy it? not necessarily rank it, but where how did you?
1: I mean that's probably my favorite of them. Um, it's pretty freaking good. but I mean, I knew it was gonna be like it, it was it was a situation where like, my expectations were more or less met, but my expectations were pretty fucking high. Okay. So, like, it didn't quite reach them, because, like, I was trying to keep them in check, but I couldn't, because I'm just, like, a Joker Batman, fuck yes. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I do fucking hate um, the dialogue bubbles of the man, the Batman Who Laughs, like, with the, the black, black and, and red, the red and, like, the, yeah. and the scribbly, because, like, on my fucking tablet, I'm like, what the oh. fuck is he saying? Yeah, like- you're reading it
0: digitally, which does change it pretty dramatically. I... I I like it because it forces you to read it in a different tone. Like sometimes you can, it can get so like monotonous and, and continuous reading a book like mundane. You're just reading in the same, your, your personal inner monologue is just rolling through text. And that forces me to be like, Oh, this guy's a little different. Uh, this guy plays a little different. So I, yeah, it wasn't my favorite. I get what you're saying. It definitely kept me up high. Uh, the Batman's. Sorry, 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 sorry. Batman is oh, not... that's fine. I, just, I always think it's
1: funny <laughs> when people do it. He's We're not... Like, uh... it like, unless you're a character in a fucking movie, I don't really understand that <laughs> the way anybody says the Batman. Like, But okay, that's fine. Like, I, God, I do it for
0: a couple reasons, uh, hmm. and I'll explain in a minute. But the Joker is my favorite comic book character of all time. Batman's not my favorite hero, probably not even in my top five, but the Joker being who he is and the dynamic between them is my favorite character uh connection in any story ever like there's lots of good stuff there's people who get along we've talked about random stuff now and then again like wolverine and nightcrawler are best friends and just stupid shit the joker and the batman dynamic god damn it now i can't shake it it's just there it's just we're gonna we're moving on uh is something that is untouchable and i actually had a discussion at uh the toy vault where i pick up my comics uh, with one of the guys who hates the Joker, thinks he is the least interesting villain. He thinks everything the Joker does, someone else does it
1: better. And I just got, I got angry. I got, I got irate, and I had to walk out. Well, that's I, I told you. Like that's the reason I generally can't go into comic book stores yeah. because somebody will say something that's so fucking stupid that I'm just like, I'm either gonna get into a fucking fight here or I'm just gonna fucking leave. So I'm just gonna fucking leave. Like the time <laughs> that I told you about. Where, like, I heard this guy who worked in this fucking comic book store telling somebody the New Fifty Two, the the renumbering or everything, was because DC was going to lose the rights uh, to the characters once the issues once they hit a thousand issues. I'm like, first of all, you dumb son of a bitch, they're still gonna hit a thousand issues if they renumber it. Second of all they're not going to lose the rights to the characters because they're not fucking morons. Well, they're,
0: and, and <laughs> they're their characters. How could exactly. they lose the rights? I mean, you can't. Exactly. Is that, it exactly. doesn't go public domain. We can't just start writing Batman.
1: Exactly. And for that matter on top of that, I'm just like, you work in a place and you're giving them giving people shitty information. Like, that's the most offensive thing. I'm just like, you're just talking in your fucking ass uh, something either you heard or you read on the internet, which is total bullshit. Yeah. That annoys the piss out of me. Like, I'm like, Jesus, it's fucking crazy. Like, it's one thing to have retards who are, like, fucking all about fucking Magic the Gathering in those fucking stories. Like, that's fine. Hey, I play Magic. No, my only problem is, like, when I used to go into Comic Depot, there'd be all these fucking kids who would like fucking be up their asses about like Magic the Gathering and shit? I'm just oh. like, can you just fucking not? Like yeah. Jesus Christ! Like that's not what this fucking place is for. Like, that's fair. But but yeah, like so that's like to me. That's why I like I like getting my books like the way I get them, where I get them mail order or I get them digitally, and then just basically like either talking to my friends. Or like looking at Twitter, and it's kind of like people whose opinions because people I'm following, you're the showing people, people that I respect their opinions. Yeah. So like to see their opinion, that's fine. I don't care about random fucking Joe Schmo with his dumbass fucking opinion. Like you're just the same people like aren't into it. I'm like, well, everybody that I have seen comment on it, dug it as far as I yeah. can tell. So I'm like, fuck on, like that's yeah. that's, that's fine. With I
0: me. I really like uh, the Batman Who Laughs one off. Like I said, Lost is my favorite, but it it told the story. Basically, exactly how I wanted it to be told, because they've they've kind of varied on some of these tie-ins have laid heavily into just the origin, and then they show up in the in the real quote unquote real world and move on. Some of them, the exact opposite. It's all like Devastator, for example. Barely any of that took place in the origin. It told you it, but it didn't worry about you know making that visual. It just kind of laid it in the background. So I thought this one did it had no choice because you'd seen the Batman who laughs so many times that all it could do was tell the origin and the scene which they talked about at Comic Con and I was super excited to see where he brings all the Bat family in and he's and they're like yeah you've trained us for this we can help you and he's like that's not why I brought or he says something like that's why I brought you here but not for that reason or something it's it's and yeah, then he and just he basically
1: just like you would be the first ones to realize if something was wrong and something had changed and I can't allow that to happen (laughs) and then then he shoots
0: their faces (laughs) off, uh, turns Damien into a badass little monster child and then all of those other I thought it did a nice tie in with the fact uh, of him of the Joker uh, completely fucking up kids lives and then you know, oh, we're gonna save them, and kind of a week later, Batman turns him into his little crazy. Because I was wondering how they were gonna explain a bunch of little Robins with vampire teeth, and they did that well. Um, but all in all, he was uh, uh, two friends. Both of them said the same thing: the art wasn't there for them, which I said you're wrong, and uh, the story didn't live up to what they wanted, which maybe you wanted too much. I can't, I can't speak for them there. Yeah. But uh, metal is still producing at a freaking in my opinion obviously i don't have the gravitas of of someone like patrick who's been reading these things for his life but incredibly high level metal's been great
1: oh no i like i mean i didn't i i own i the only tie-ins i've read have been like the solo batman tie-ins Yeah, and batman lost because i read the first issue of bats out of hell i'm like I don't really care about this that much. So I, like, haven't, I just kind of yeah, yeah, I
0: haven't touched Bats Out of Hell yet, which I have all four now, so I'm going to probably tonight, actually, because I've been reading, uh, besides the tie ins, I've been reading Action Comics, uh, Superman, and I've been reading uh, Deadpool versus Old Man Logan. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's not, like, phenomenal or anything, but it's fun, and that's all I care about, which I want to go get the Deadpool and Spider Man team up books that have been going on for a while. But Those
1: are actually good. I would read those in Marvel Unlimited. I like yeah, those. Yeah, I
0: would like to get my hands on those and read them, or maybe, because uh, I'm. I'm might be getting an ipad soon because they have a lot of really really big sales for black friday and i got nothing going on so i might go get one uh yeah. and then i'd get marvel unlimited instantly but the uh i've been reading other books so tonight i might read those but i did start reading the original tie-in which do you remember the name of that
1: the original tie-in
0: yeah the the oh sorry the original crossover event uh with metal it was um
1: oh the, the titans thing
0: yeah titan suicide squad green arrow night oh yeah
1: that was the thing that yeah cards keep trying to get us to read, and I'm just like, I yeah. don't really care that I much. read the first issue, and it's, uh, uh
0: I, I think it's worth, If I think you should at least read the first issue, because it shows Damien just going insane. Damien's just saying, like, okay. I gotta work for my dad!
1: <laughs> There's more Mickey
0: it- Mouse than <laughs> Damien, but that's all
1: right. If they release, like, the metal hardcover and it has all the tie-ins in it, I'll probably read it that oh, way, yeah. but if, yeah. it, if it requires me to go out of my way at all, I probably won't.
0: I'm going to be buying <laughs> the, the metal hardcover. I'm going to buy anything me metal that comes out ever. I'm already, yeah. they've already got me, so. um, And I went, to, uh, I, I went to the Toy Vault last week, not this week when I picked them up, and I got my pull sheet out, and I wrote for uh, Doomsday Clock that I want all variants. I was like, give me everything. Give me it all. You
1: are a fucking moron. No, nope, <laughs> like, nope. like
0: That's collectors for me. That's a personal $5
1: collection. $5 per issue. Don't care. There's at least four, is- four copies of the first Don't issue. Don't care. That's 20 bucks right there for one book. Over, uh, You are literally nope. living in the 90s right That's, now. You are literally reading X-Men number one, it's, buying five fucking copies.
0: It's $16 because I get 20% off.
1: Oh, okay.
0: And B, this is not for future sale. This is 100% for collection. It no,
1: doesn't even make sense. <laughs> like, yeah, it does. Makes
0: like it it's I, not better. I, I, no, it makes it way better because personal collections are irrational as is. Like all those pops behind you. Like it's just because you like them. So this is a hundred percent. And I me. hate
1: myself for buying those.
0: I'm not saying I'm proud of myself <laughs> for getting these variant issues. I'm just saying it's justified because this is one thing I. I can't live without like I've passed on every variant besides one of metal because that variant was amazing and it wasn't at the toy vault when I picked up my issue and it was at Sarge's so I didn't have the option to pick it up the first time Uh, it's of issue 3 with all the different uh, Batman on the front like it shows all of the dark Batman Uh, anyways other than that I don't buy variants either but this one i'm getting every issue they put out everything and when they release it in trade i'll get that one and then when they release it deluxe i'll get that one and then when they re- i don't care i'll get it all i'll get everything
1: Six little bit, dude. i'm
0: pissed I, I, i'm pissed that at comic-con i talked myself out of buying the button issues that they had there it was like 25 bucks and it was uh the four lenticulars and the four basic covers so it was eight comics and i was like wide and I was like no 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 I'll find it back home and then I bought the hardcover and read it again the deluxe edition and I'm mad at myself for not having bought those issues
1: yeah I didn't know that there was um the regular covers and lenticulars that's not a bad deal at all that's basically a little bit actually less than cover price I should have done
0: it but anyways so uh yeah metal's doing good on to the next one white knight is a I'll give it a quick rundown it is a story that Uh, I I guess the summary I keep getting is not the story at all. It's if Batman and the Joker were fighting and it went too far and the Joker gets cured of his, what do you want to call it? Psychoses, um, cured of his psychoses. And he decides to, uh, take down the Batman, take down Bruce Wayne. No, no, not Bruce Wayne. Sorry. Take down Batman legally using perfectly legal means. And, uh, and the White Knight thing, I just think of the Dark Knight with Harvey Dent and how they keep calling him the White Knight and yada yada. Uh, it is... First issue? Yes. Well, is I mean, exactly it makes sense it
1: because put... A, Batman's the Dark Knight, and B, Joker has white face paint. So, yeah. like, generally, so White Knight makes sense to me.
0: And he's a white guy. Win-win. <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> and uh,
0: there's only been two issues out. The first yeah. issue lays it out exactly like that summary. Hey, shit's going on. He's cured. Cool. Now he's gonna go after him legally, and he's super smart. The second issue, I thought almost too quickly, turns that on its head. Uh, not in a bad way. I mean, the story's still great. The writing's good, and like you said, uh, the two Harley's thing, awesome. It, it, oh, it, totally. That was that was great. But um, spoiler alert. Beep beep beep. Skip to like five minutes from now if you don't want a spoiler. They immediately turn Joker back into a supervillain at the end of issue two. Like, I thought that we would get to milk this whole, like, good legal guy for maybe half, maybe half the story. I don't think that's asking too much, half. And then all of a sudden, as his insanity comes back to him, you start to get the supervillain back. Nope, it's just, put it right on front street that he's been, he's still crazy. Well, not crazy, but still incredibly evil.
1: Well, yeah, that was, like, the whole thing of, like, when Two-Face, like, had his face fixed. He's still, in the end, he's still Two-Face on the inside,
0: in the the end, I expected the Joker back, but you're not even gonna give me a little? Like, that's not even teasing. That's like, that's like, you lay me down, and, and you start playing with me, like, it's gonna be the slow, steady thing, and next thing you know, I'm screaming for pain trying to stand up, because you're fully inside of me. That's what that's like. You gotta lay, you gotta lay it slow.
1: Okay, but no, but you don't know what Sean Murphy's trying to do. So like yeah, don't Yeah,
0: you're right. It's I, only two issues. It's only two issues. And he
1: plays the long game really well cuz like, I will say like um the reason that I trusted him as a writer on this is cuz he did a book a couple of years ago called Punk Rock Jesus. Um Love I name. think it was for, I think it was for Vertigo. It was either Vertigo or Independent, I can't remember, but um it basically was like literally what it sounds like we're basically like they've um essentially remade Jesus. Like, they basically cloned Jesus and instead of becoming like the new messiah he completely rebels against all of that and basically becomes like the singer of a punk rock band and like is basically becoming a different kind of messiah. why didn't
0: we hear about the catholic church burning this book
1: <laughs> i don't think people noticed or cared honestly okay. well i've noticed now and i care now <laughs> oh no it's really it's really good um that's why when they i always liked his art but like when they announced him so that was like, they had him as a writer. I'm like, I'll give it a shot. And like, I read the first issue. I'm like, that's cool. I read the second issue. I'm like, and I stuck with it. And, um, so, like, when they said he was doing this, I'm like, I trust him as a writer, so I will see what the fuck he's going to do. So, yeah, like, you've only seen two issues, so you don't, don't get your expectations in the way of the story that somebody's trying to tell. Like,
0: that's, I get why Cardinal doesn't like single issues. I actually don't, because I like the suspense. I like waiting for it, because by issue three, issue three, I'll get back on this podcast and I'll go, why the fuck aren't they making him do more bad guy stuff? Because maybe this is just just a little taste and then next issue goes back to entire like legal in a courtroom and I'm not pleased anymore because you gave me a little like I'll fluctuate like that I admit but I enjoy that I enjoy that it's it's it's, it's exciting and it's it's a variable and you never I'm I hate exp- like the same thing over and over again so when you get to read it a month out and your mindset changes it makes it new every time um
1: indeed well that's why like I. Uh hopefully it'll happen soon. I've been pushing for this fucking episode for months. Um, But I was talking about, I really want to do the thing with with, uh, Cardinal, um, on gifted punksters, like basically serialized media in general, Mm. like, and not just comics, but like the way pro wrestling works, the way like, uh basically the Marvel movies have worked essentially even though they're all complete stories was all part of a whole that kind of you're getting pieces of um I like that I've always liked that I've been I've been getting that since I was a child like we talked about it on a previous episode yeah I,
0: I don't I prefer closes I prefer ends to stuff but uh yeah that would be a good episode so keep an eye out for that all right uh White Knight though definite recommendation uh you know as far as what books are going on right now from what i because i obviously don't read every book but from what i read online because now my google now is like you know what a google do you know what google now is my feed is half smartphones half comics so it's just like this comic it's the whole it's the only reason i'm reading deadpool versus old man logan was i got a little pop-up that was like hey a decent Deadpool title. There's like twelve of them out there. Not many of them are that good. This one's good, and I was like, okay. So I went and checked it out, and now I like it. Um, White Knights is one of—I'd say it's like one of the top ten books out right now. Uh, uh, maybe even clo- Maybe even a little higher than that.
1: I mean, I don't know. It's—I—I've it, always. I mean, I've. Part, that's why, like, even the fucking episodes where we did like top tens and shit, I'm yeah. like, I don't really like ranking things. Like... the opposite. I love ranking. <laughs> things. Because uh, it that's has no fine. value.
0: Like, even though I rank something at the most, tomorrow we could make the list and I'll change it again. But at the time, it's hypothetical fun. Uh, not the point. That's not what we're talking about. So, uh, okay, done, out the way. Uh, next one to to bang out. Let's just quickly just just get it off the table. We are both. Super excited for Justice League and The Punisher. Me more so Justice League than The Punisher. You, I'm guessing,
1: the opposite. Um, I mean, I'm equally... Oh, okay, yeah, that's not true. Uh, I can't say I'm equally excited for Justice League and The Punisher because, I mean, it, I I already plan on spending most of tomorrow watching Punisher episodes. Do you have the day off? Uh, yeah. Ballin'. Um I think it's funny. I accidentally took... Because um, I was taking this weekend off because I usually try to take the weekends of the big wrestling weekends off of the ones that do NXT show weekend? and... Oh. It's a uh, Survivor Series, and they're doing War Games and NXT. Oh. But like w- when I asked for it off, that was all I knew. And then like since then, they announced that Punisher was dropping Friday, and then Justice League was Thursday. So I'm like, I have Justice League, or I have yeah Justice League Thursday, Punisher Friday, NXT Saturday, and then <laughs> Survivor Series Sunday. So and like, maybe I have...
0: another Justice League in there because you're prone yeah. to do that. It's um,
1: possible.
0: The uh, preliminary reviews of both are. About the same, actually.
1: The thing about Punishers, okay. First of all, I will say this to start. Um, to quote Bray Wyatt, which actually just came up in my like Facebook memories, it was like the day that uh, Trump was elected, where Wonderful. he's like, "Keep, keep your elected official. No man leads me," and I was just like, "That's kind of my same thing." As I'm just like. Keep your fucking reviews, dude. Like, I, my, the only one, the only opinion that really matters to me is my own. Like, everybody fucking hates Suicide Squad with me. Like, I mean, obviously you, yeah. but like, yeah, yeah, I, I don't give a flying fuck. Like, which I was fine. talking
0: with a friend today about, um, cause he doesn't like the DC movies, and, uh, I helped him understand a few things. I actually used your line. Uh, he was talking about how he's like, when you make Superman dark, it doesn't work. And I was like, watch that movie again, motherfucker. Superman ain't dark, which is something you've told me. Yeah. Uh, Everybody Anyways, around
1: him is dark, so it colors him, but So yeah.
0: I know I'll like Justice League. I am sure I'll like Punisher. Uh I, I don't see why not. I mean it's gonna be really hard to make me not like that show. Um but the reviews on both are kind of middle of the road. I mean, I would say they're both like 60-40, well, good to
1: bad. Well, I would say um, like the Punisher reviews actually like if you actually look at like the, the like I don't care about the RT score and stuff, but that's actually pretty high. Like the like the yeah. um when last I checked it, which was yesterday, like the the critic score was like seventy or eighty percent. It isn't yeah. like these fucking like people who are dissenters are just kind of drowning out the more positive. Yeah. But like I don't at this point expect it to be better than Daredevil season two. Mm. Like to me, like as long as it's like on par with like preferably um, at least the first season of Daredevil or like the first season of Jessica Jones. Or the very least if it's on par with the, with Luke Cage yeah. Then I'm fine
0: Yeah but and I, I think it will be But also the Punisher's It's gonna be If they had told his origin that'd be one thing And they already got that out the way And they did it really really well in Daredevil season 2 It's part of the reason why season 2 is so freaking amazing So the Punisher as a whole As a standalone For TV I'm not talking about as a character Because obviously yeah. it's been proven There's some goddamn good Punisher stuff out there um, for TV is is a little more
1: not no, no, monotonous no, no. but no, no 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 I actually vehemently disagree with the point you're trying to make this is something I've been saying for years because I've been telling people every time that fucking Punisher movie comes out and it doesn't work and everyone's just like why do you think they don't work I'm like because it's not a fucking movie like yeah. the thing with the fucking Punisher is it's like the, I grew up on fucking like the war journal where basically it's just like every fucking issue or in the case of Garth Ennis like uh, six issue arcs is basically like Frank goes after like Target, like whatever happens, blah, blah blah, and then moves on to the next thing. Yeah. So that's the thing; it, it, it's it's endless story. It's the so epitome like, of serialized, form, like you're saying exactly. Yeah. So telling it in sto- in movie form never works because it's not a fucking movie. Like it's not something that works in a movie. It has to be television to work properly. So I'm like, this finally happening makes me unbelievably.
0: I would go so far as to say it's a. And I could be proven very wrong. I, I'm going to keep an entirely open mind because I am super stoked for the Punisher. I would go so far to say is it's a Watchmen-esque situation where this character only works best in book. Uh, and we'll see. We'll see. I could be wrong, but I think it's like comics. It makes Punisher perfect, or you know, t- you know, sharing the screen makes Punisher perfect. Standalone, we'll find out. We'll find out really soon. I don't know.
1: I mean, I'm incredibly biased. So, like, I think it's funny. It's, like, every time I read anything, I'm like, I at guarantee you a say like it. Regardless. Yeah, at
0: least you say it. And that counts for more than you Well, the you
1: characters say. That I fucking... It's a character that I've loved since I was, like... Literally, like, I've had the same top five since I was a child. It kids, It's fucking Batman, Wolverine the X-Men, Daredevil, Punisher, and Captain America. Sometimes that switches with Green Lantern, but it depends on the day. Um, but, like, those four of that top five has been the same since I was, like, a wee child reading comics. So, like, the Punisher means a lot to me. So I'm like, I even, when I first watched it, loved the Tom Jane movie. I, I love loved that like, one. And I now I kind of like it less, because I'm just like, it's not really completely true to the character. But like, when I first saw it, I was just like, fuck it, I don't even care, man. This is fucking amazing. I've been in the Punisher doing stuff. Like, yeah, boy. <laughs> and then it was just like, as soon as like, it kind of like, I watched like more and more and more and more and more and more. I was just like, I have issues with this. But like- of course nothing's a deal breaker per se yeah. but like and then like I saw like War, Warzone Warzone I didn't really like but um I like Jigsaw in it but that's really all I, I don't really like I like Ray Stevenson Punisher and I like Jigsaw I like, like the characters but I don't think the movie or the plot served them well yeah. Um, which is also true I mean I liked nothing about the Darth uh, the, or sorry the uh Dolph Lundgren, Dolph Lundgren Punisher yeah. I like although I did love it as a child when I saw it as a little kid I was like this is fucking amazing <laughs> and then like I watched it as an adult I'm like This is total shit. Like, why the fuck am I waiting for I haven't even seen
0: it, and I'm not even kind of interested.
1: Yeah, you should.
0: Um, So that'll be cool. And Justice League is getting all of the headlines say almost the exact same thing, which bodes well for what I like based on BVS and Suicide Squad. It has something for everyone thrown together in the messiest way possible. And I'm sold. Like, oh, my God, you're telling me that the characters it does really well, but putting them together it fucks up? I'm fine with that. I'm going to love it. But I can see how assholes like my buddy I was arguing with
1: today will kind of use that against it. Well, I mean, for me, the whole thing is like, I, it's something where they, DC, or at least Warner Brothers, like, with the exception of, like, the Patty Jenkins situation, um, haven't really trusted someone had it pay off. Yeah. So, like, because, like, Zack Snyder, they trusted that. that was a huge fucking mistake. I don't even dislike those films. Yeah. But, like, But it was a
0: mistake as far as, cri- like, uh, audience uh,
1: acceptance. It, well, it was just a matter of, like, I don't think that, like, I don't think that their plan was smart. Okay. But, like, I mean, like, because they were, like, I get what they were trying to do, but, like, it just, it, it, w- it was never going to work out. I don't know why they thought it was going to work out. And I don't know. I mean, eh, yeah. it's worth a shot. But, yeah, no. But, like, that's the thing that's funny is, like, um, then the first one that follows uh, BBS, it's, like, they have no faith in it as soon as, like, BBS comes out. So, then, like, they just, like, tinker with it, tinker with it. And then it makes a project that nobody likes it for me. Yeah. Um, where I'm just, like, that's not a good way to make a movie. And then, like, they fucking kind of did the same thing on this, except for there was a different situation where, basically, Zack Snyder lost his daughter and, So Joss came in to kind of like fix it, which and I was just like, if you
0: if he had had the reins from the jump, I don't doubt. Like I I would be so interested to see uh, critical analysis breakdown, like like what the critics pinpoint as good, bad, and the worst. And I'm not talking like overall; I'm talking specifics, like what scene worked great, what didn't, and then I would like to see what Joss had a hand in. Because all I know right now is reshoots and edits.
1: I guarantee you when I leave that fucking theater I will be able to tell you exactly what Josh yeah. and Yeah.
0: So, so <laughs> what bums me out is that supposedly if this movie does not do well which it's doing good enough in my mind to justify but if this movie does not do well as a la BBS and Suicide Squad, they're that,
1: okay, wait, wait, slowing wait, wait, wait. down everything else. No 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 that's a thing. That's a misconception. Um people think that BBS and Suicide Suicide Squad didn't do well. They made tons of fucking money. But it's people DC's, fucking people DC shit on them. They don't care about made the money f- of it though. They
0: want the Marvel fucking they want the brand. They don't oh, want I know. They, oh, they're gonna get the money no matter what.
1: But they made almost a billion on, on, each,
0: um, on each Well each Suicide yeah. Squad made eight hundred million.
1: Yeah, um, okay, yeah. So yeah, they made about the same. So I'm like, they definitely were super fucking successful movies. It's just a matter of people kind of don't have the same affection for them that people do, that they feel people should, but I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. at the same time like, well, do you think that a part of that is that you can't fucking decide on what the fuck you want and what it the fuck you think is. people want? Oh, <laughs> oh my god, it definitely <laughs> like- is,
0: but I mean when you're willing to before Justice League even comes out, say yeah, we're kind of making this distinction between these standalones and our all together, and then a few weeks later, also before Justice Leagues, they go out, they come out and say yeah, if this movie doesn't do well, Flash is kind of uh, seeing some rocky times. And then they also come out like, well, Aquaman probably wouldn't happen, but we already filmed it, so that's coming out anyways. And we're probably not going to market it heavy. It's like, dude, give it. You're making billions. Why? No, is- I mean,
1: honestly, I think the whole reason. Like, no, basically, what they said, was they never said like Flash wasn't happening. It was a matter of like they're not going to do like two a year. Basically, Marvel does quarterly movies. Yeah. So you like have one like every three months. Yeah. Um, two or three months. Um, whereas DC, like it's like right now it's annual, um, but like basically Flashpoint would be like two a year, and then they basically would go kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that's the whole thing is like it's not like the Flashpoint isn't gonna happen or that like Aquaman isn't gonna happen because Aquaman no, already yeah. has shots. Yeah, and, like, Aquaman's Roman's gonna guarantee like, happen. That's, and that's the main reason that Justice League was always gonna happen because basically like the one thing they've had so far that's worked really fucking well was Wonder Woman. So they're, like, basically this, like, okay, so we know how to do the solo movies, so this is what we're going to do. We get Just League the fuck out the way. That that, that exists? Yeah, okay, so now we have these characters. And it's just, like, but by the next time they do it, it could work just because the whole thing is, like, the main problem with doing the Justice League movie is, like, the whole reason Avengers worked was because it was literally, like, you introduced it was four years. Iron Man. Yeah, you Iron. You introduced Iron Man. You got used to his movies. You introduced Rhodey. You introduced Hulk. You introduced Captain America. You introduced Thor. Like blah blah. It's blah. So, like by the time that you do Avengers, people are like, "Oh my god, they're all together in the same movie. I've never seen this before. This is fucking amazing." And then just like just like you've introduced two of them. Uh, I'm sorry, three of them because one of them like I mean she's a brief part, but like, whatever. Like you, but like you basically are just like okay, here's the three people you don't know who the fuck they are. Go like. It's, just, it's so fucking stupid, because nobody's gonna give a shit, like, unless you, like, because obviously you know who the characters are, like, yeah. people know who Aquaman is, people know who the Flash is, but I'm like, they're not gonna be, like, chomping at the fucking bit, because you weren't giving them any reason to, like...
0: <laughs> yeah, but, so, so that's my problem with them backpedaling so, like, despite being so monetarily successful. I'm like, oh, think I'm like, <laughs> people are clearly willing to pay, just do it, who cares what the critics fucking think? Well,
1: that's the thing, that's why I think it's funny, is it, like, well, it's not just the critics, though, but, like, um The thing that I, they clearly wanted from Jump Street to do Justice League, mm-hmm. so I was like, they should have actually done, honestly, in my mind, done Justice League first, mm-hmm. and then spun everybody off. Yeah, like because if you don't want to get there organically, then just start with what just you want it. to do, and yeah. then just spin it off. Because like what you're doing now isn't, and isn't somehow more. It's it's detrimental. Like it's not helping anything. It's just hurting. Like what you're trying to you're trying to get here but you're not really worried about how to get there and that's the fucking problem. Okay, okay.
0: Well, I, I, we'll see. You'll see soon. You'll see immediately. I mean in the matter of yeah. a few hours. I will see next Wednesday. So, uh, on next cuz it's half price for the same thing. For the exact
1: booby pass and I actually 10
0: a actually that was something I wanted to introduce off mic, but we're here, let's talk about it. I think it would be kind of, you know, Similar to the comic book thing I want to do, or we did do, and I want to continue to do, uh, is I was thinking about getting Movie Pass and watching one movie a week, like no matter what, and we could talk about it. Because it doesn't fucking matter what's out, because it's Movie Pass. Just, just go see it. It doesn't matter. It is matter. the
1: one pain in the ass, though, of this month, is because, like, last two months that I've had it, I've been averaging like 10 movies a month. And this month, like, I have four or five, but one of them was Thor twice. Yeah, so it's yeah. like. Um, so I'm like. This is not the best time for film, but I still plan on seeing stuff every week. Yeah.
0: What? Uh. Real quick before we get into Thor Ragnarok, what did you think of Snowman?
1: I didn't see Snowman. I, oh, I thought you went and saw it. Okay. That's the pain in the ass of um like the theatrical window mm-hmm. is like basically if something doesn't hit hard, basically if it's like if it doesn't make like a bajillion dollars, it just disappears for a couple weeks. Oh yeah. Like there's things ass. that I intended to see that I still I that I haven't like. Snowman's one of them. Uh, Suburbicons another. Like even things that I don't really—I've heard bad things. About I want to see still, the Orion Express one. I did see that. Was it uh, good? It was fine. Okay. Like it, moving. It on. was okay. <laughs> um, but um, cause, yeah, like uh, Melissa, Alyssa was just like it was really good. I'm like, was it? Like I was just like I was like it, it was fine. Like I mean I'm not like sad that I saw it for like two bucks. Like basically yeah. movie movie fast. But I'm yeah. like. It, i'm not gonna probably wa- ever watch it again <laughs> like probably not. um but you yeah, know like this whole thing is like basically if you don't see something like opening fucking weekend you basically just not fucking seeing it
0: yeah because you never know to to especially here the mystic which i don't think i could go to the mystic theater with movie pass but the mystic theater only shows like four movies so she i had to wait a week and a half just to watch wonder woman just because they didn't have a spot for it yet like it's yeah. just not coming into the theater yet all right now, we've still got stuff to talk about and games to play, and we got to get this wrapped up in the next, probably, what, 30 minutes for you? Uh, let's talk about, real fast, Thor... Well, I, said I, pick
1: up car- I, I said I pick up cards at, like, five, so like, we have some time. From what, his house? Yeah.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, so we'll, we'll, we'll make it in time. But I didn't want to talk about Thor Ragnarok long in general um, <laughs> because we have differing opinions. Uh, what did you think of Thor Ragnarok?
1: I mean, I... Okay, I think... I'm probably in the middle, I guess since you have differing opinions, I'm probably in the middle of you and cards. Okay. Um, yeah, that Cardinal sounds about right like, based on
0: what I saw from him.
1: Yeah, he was, like, all about it, and I was just, like, I liked it. I mean, I saw it twice, but, like, I don't have the same fucking, like, people were just like, it's the best Marvel movie ever. I'm like, is it? Like, <laughs> I was just like, is it the best Marvel movie this year? No, it's not. It's no. not better than Spider-Man or Guardians, <laughs> so, nah. Um,
0: Sorry, I'm coughing up the lung over it's here.
1: Fun. Um, I do really like it, though. Like, I, I do think it's really well-made. It's really... It's legitimately really funny. Um, the characters are good. Like, there's nothing I don't like about it. Okay. I just don't have the insane passion for it that other people have, because yes. it's a fucking mess of a movie, which is fine, because that's kind of what Taika does. Like, I love what we do in the shadows. Yeah. But it's basically just, like, a fucking... It's basically just, like, a bunch of ideas that kind of are given one hour and a half, like, runtime. Like... This is kind of the same thing, which which I was expecting walking into it. Um, but the fact that he actually kind of set up his game to do an action movie is kind of insane in and of itself. You like, I, I actually was saying the cards in the theater because <laughs> we were there, and it was like me, uh, him, uh, Alyssa, and Gina, and like a little bit with Scourge, like basically the endless clips in his like M sixteen. <laughs> I'm yeah. just like, I feel like he would run, up, run out of bullets.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I was worried I they weren't going to show him run out of bullets. I was worried he was going to keep spraying, <laughs> but eventually they do give you that. Um, so, uh, yeah, you, that's good to say then that you're right in the middle. Cause I actually put it probably in my, definitely in my bottom half of Marvel movies. Um, it was the funniest comedy I've seen in years. I was laughing so goddamn hard, but well, oh my God, Tyka's role as Crag was, oh God, Cork, cord, Cork, Cork Cork. Oh my God, oh, no, no, that oh yeah, rock no, Tyka, revolution. yeah, no, he's the best part oh. of the whole book just like
1: it's like Meek, where are you from? Oh, Meek's dead. I, I <laughs> sent him on the battlefield, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't. I felt bad leaving him there. I felt and bad. So he him so like, went right. like, oh my
0: God, Meek, you're alive. <laughs> <laughs> that move, oh my God. So there's funny, um, oh, like so quotable, so hilarious. It opens with a really funny Thormo. It, so that was one thing it did, and I read an interview about it. About how Thor, uh, Chris—or not Chris, yeah, Chris, Chris Hemsworth—said, "I don't, I don't really like playing Thor this way anymore." So Tika literally just went, "Then play him differently. Like, I'm not gonna force you. I'm not gonna make you play this character we've seen. Do it how you want."
1: So that was also Kevin Feige. I guess Kevin Feige had said basically like, "When we started, Mm -hmm. um, it was a Thor of the comics. Like, with blonde hair and that hammer, that's Thor. Uh He's like now, Chris is Thor." Yes, so I can cut the hair, I can lose the hammer, and it's still Thor. Yes, and I was just like, "Good call." Like, um, even though I still, it still annoys me that like he's that Chris Hemsworth is so funny. I'm like, you can't be that good looking and still be funny. Like, that's not allowed. <laughs> he I don't is like one it. of it the, He's
0: one of the most perfect men on the world in on the planet. Like, without a doubt, <laughs> there's like it's a very there's, yours, yeah. there's like <laughs> ten people up there, and he's clearly in the top five. Uh, anyways, so Thor was awesome. I uh, I thought he was great. Um, the comedy was top notch where I got lost a few times was, A, the CGI. You can't obviously not have CGI. The whole movie, oh, God, it's in space, and it looked beautiful. But then, like, for example, Hela, when she's fighting, when she's killing all of the warriors didn't need to show all this funny martial arts bullshit with terrible cgi that made kate blanchett's face morph into this weird like the rings thing looked awful there was there was pixelation there was like uh, uh what do you call it um where you see the cuts in it it, it was poor cgi used for those scenes and hella is the goddess of death she doesn't need to be neo from the matrix all she has to do is stand there and you're gonna die so i thought that was a little lame B, the emotional stuff did not land for me at all. I appreciated it, but it did not even... You go from the second funniest opening to a Marvel movie ever, right behind Guardians of the Galaxy 2 with Baby Groot dancing, into Odin dying and it not even mattering? Like, Odin's just like, Yeah, guys, I, I'm I'm not doing so hot, and uh, by the way, your sister's gonna murder you disappear into gold and they give you that kind of brief moment of them sitting there being like oh shit and then boom it's out the way okay moving on to the next so well,
1: from what I understand basically Anthony Hopkins wasn't even going to come back and then they were just like we're going to just like be one scene you had to work for a day and we're going <laughs> to kill you off and you're done and he was like fine but well, yeah so that's, that's probably a big factor in it. and that's
0: fine but I I just so that didn't land for me Um, I also really didn't like what's his name the, AC, the M16 guy
1: What's his name? Oh, Well, I kept referring to him on on Gifted Punksters as Judge Dredd, because he would Judge Dredd as Dredd. (laughs) Because I'm just like, I'm just like, can you at least once say I am the law? Is that so much fast, (laughs) really?
0: That guy is arguably the best acting in that movie, non-comedic performance-wise. And yet, it gives him the worst ending to a character ever. You build up this, like, he's struggling, but he doesn't want to die, so he's going to be her executioner. Okay, I get that. He gets on, he is a dirtbag and tries to sneak off onto the ship again so he doesn't die and he does it in disguise. Okay, I get that. And then you give him this epic music, huge slowdown M16 thing, and he's dead by a sword. Like, it was the worst ending. It was It was like they were trying to replicate uh, what happened to uh, Yandu in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 and just didn't land
1: at all. Didn't land at all. I don't think either. they were going that, because the Yandu you had two movies of, like, build-up and then, like, you spent an entire movie... Making him into somebody you can't help. Like, I mean, you liked him in the first movie because he's Michael Rooker, and you can't not yeah. like Michael Rooker. So but like, it, the,
0: cha- the character is an asshole, though.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then um, the second whereas, movie redeems yeah. him.
0: But I mean, this sk- he had other ro- He this wasn't the first time he played that character, was it? Yes, it was. Oh, it was. Um yeah. that did not land for me at all. But
1: that was but, the one thing that pissed me off, though. Is like, though, like I even said it on the other thing, which is like, which Kevin doesn't give a shit because he doesn't like Thor. Um, the movies or the comics. Yeah. I love Thor, the movies and the comics. So like the fact that they fucking kill the Warriors 3 like that pisses me off Instantly. on a level I don't even have words yeah. for. Like literally, I don't think Volstagg like, can get the fucking word out. I know Fandrel doesn't and they're fucking dead. Yeah, And I was like, you've got to be I, literally said, I was like, you've got to be shitting me. And then like Hogan gets like maybe five minutes of a scene before he's fucking dead. Yeah. And I'm just like you got to be shitting me. I was just like that's I was like I was really glad that like the girl who plays Sif um, had a scheduling conflict with her TV show cuz I guarantee they would have done the same fucking thing to her. Oh yeah. I was just like you got to be shitting me. Like this is pissing me off as both a Thor fan and just as a fucking just fan in general. I'm like yeah. why? Like why um, is this happening? I have two final points.
0: Uh, one you can touch on one you can't. The one you can't touch on really quick. I actually liked the way Thor didn't kill Hela like it was made very clear he couldn't. She is more powerful than him. There's nothing. So guess what? I'm going to I'm going to create the end of this world and you're going to fucking die here. You piece of shit. That was awesome. Um but what I did not like Mark Ruffalo is a great actor. I had an argument with a guy at the comic book store who actually hates Mark Ruffalo. He is a good actor. He's been great in a lot of movies. Him coming out of the Hulk was the most half-assed performance I've ever seen in my life. His like, oh, what's going on? Oh, I'm kind of kind of zany, and I've been trapped in the... It didn't... No, you're not... It's not normal. Like, you can't just wake up in kind of the shaken state. You, This ruined you for at least a minute. For at least a minute. Is that I asking mean, too much, Pat? Am I asking I too I, much? I,
1: I don't know. I, I liked it. I mean, like, it's like, if you basically have not been you like you literally have your even your consciousness was suppressed because that's the thing he says basically like oh my god normally that hulk heat. and i have one hand on the wheel it's like in this time i'm like basically like locked in the trunk so basically even if his his consciousness is suppressed for like two years yes so like he has been do basically doing things like maybe or at least like his body's been doing things what he has not been a part of for two years and he wakes up on an alien planet, where, I mean, I'm sure he's a scientist and knows like there's like alien planets, but like he's never been there. No, okay, So it's okay. like...
0: Yes. And w- everything you're saying is what I was expecting him to wake up. But here is my spot-on Mark Ruffalo impression of the Hulk waking up. Huh? What? Oh! Huh! Oh! Huh! Hold on, more heavy breathing coming your way. Oh my... What? Oh, that was... Oh, where am I? Huh! Oh, I'm naked? Huh! Oh, wh- oh cl- Okay, where are we going? Huh! The alien planet? Oh! Uh yeah uh okay, that was the first five minutes of Mark Ruffalo's performance. All he did was say what, where am I, and what's going on until he finally gets to actually act. He phoned that in so hard. I don't think he did. I think he. he, he Watch it again and watch Ruffalo, and you're like you're like. That man is not in distress at all. That guy is not a, have a care in the world. He's just waking up from kind of a weird slumber. It's like well, when you wake he, up at a friend's in his house. mind.
1: He did though, as I'm saying, like he had no consciousness for two years. So like to him, he was just waking up. To him, it was just like every other fucking time he ever woke up of a Hulk, Hulk thing. It is that like, he's that after he wakes up is when he's being presented with. Oh, I hey, you've see, sitting, I you're disagree. In, like, I
0: disagree. By head. understanding the way I perceived him waking up was. Uh, you know in, in Get Out When uh, the black guy's at the bottom Of the whatever it's called And he's just looking out that video like my, I, His consciousness is gone He doesn't have a body He just gets to view all this fucked up stuff That was what I perceived from the conversations that were happening What I got was A guy who woke up at his friend's house And forgot he stayed the night at his friend's house And that is not the reaction that should happen When you come out of being the Hulk for two, three Whatever years
1: that's just well, me. that's fine. That's I mean, just that, me. That, that is just you. Um, also, just I did really like that. Um, for once, you actually get to play the Hulk like the first time ever, where it was all like mocap, so we actually could see.
0: Yes, that was like basically cool.
1: Ruffalo's face in yeah. the Hulk's face and, and the everything. Hulk which part cool. of it
0: was phenomenal. The Hulk, yeah. the Hulk stuff was again mostly comedy, and it made Thor badass again. And that's not to say he wasn't badass in One and Two and the Avengers. Yeah. But he. Um,
1: so, what you're saying is they made Thor great again. <laughs> they
0: made Thor great again. Thor They made is, Asgard great again. <laughs> Thor is one of the. He, he's almost unmatchable by the Avengers. But you can't do that in the movies. You have to put him on a plane that makes sense. This movie finally took Thor to God level, to what he is. And I was happy with that. I was very pleased to see Thor whoop some ass and go all raiding on people. He did go Raiden, by the way. Did you see? I know, Hold on. I know. Did when he did the charge thing and tackled the person? That is yeah. straight out of Forward, Forward B. That is exactly what that is. I was like, oh, I've been joking about Raiden Thor this whole time, and he did it. And I was. Well, they're
1: both the gods of thunder. They're just different. Religions. Yeah, but yeah, but they just stole it.
0: I don't know who stole who, but they... No, I do. Thor stole the... When he goes after and does the dive.
1: I mean, Thor's existed for, like, fucking 30 years longer than World of Combat, but okay. That's yeah, but fine. not
0: that move. That move Whatever. is special. And last... Goldblum? It better be Goldblum. Oh my god, okay. You know what? I was about to pull this out of Thor. Jeff Goldblum can do no wrong. Even... And, and here's the thing about... That I felt about Jeff Goldblum i honestly don't feel like that wasn't jeff goldblum
1: like (laughs) the character's
0: (laughs) name could have been jeff goldblum same movie i'd enjoy it could have been the same thing and i was perfect it was just him and it was amazing
1: yeah at this point jeff goldblum gary Busey, and like uh who else there's like oh christopher walken christopher walken jack nicholson at the
0: end of his career
1: yeah fair like, they're all guys who basically just get paid to be them.
0: Yeah, they're just them. Bill Murray, uh, fucking...
1: Well, Bill Murray, I mean, it does modulate. Like, he, he definitely does more dramatic parts when he, like, wants to and, like, whatever. It's just, but, yeah. But,
0: but watch The Life Aquatic and you're like, oh, okay, it's Bill Murray. <laughs> like, alright, well, yeah. right, it's Bill Murray, I got it. It
1: matters um, you don't know Bill Murray, but
0: fine. <laughs> that's true. Um, but of what we know of him. So, Jeff Goldblum was that. But, alright, out of Thor, let's talk about, uh before we get into the big signing what was the gentleman that signed a just random deal with DC to write comics he, he's been writing for Marvel for a minute and he's now writing for DC as well it's not an exclusive deal but he's also sure.
1: writing I don't know
0: <laughs> uh, I'm going to google this really quick because I, I read this and I want I meant to text you and I don't remember why I didn't. Uh, DC comic writer signing and see what we get um because i think we all know what i'm alluding to with the big one jonathan hickman
1: oh hickman well hickman isn't exclusive he isn't signed it's, yet. it's not ex- is, yeah but it's not it's, exclusive but he's, it's not exclusive, but he's, he's not exclusive but he's like he's not even signed yet he's basically oh, like oh, i thought he yeah, did. i might s- do it i might i'm might. Oh, okay. basically throwing shit at him for like two years okay and he's just like we'll see we'll see uh maybe i don't know but i like now that they have hickman and bendis i'm like oh fuck yeah <laughs> so just, so like, that's the big
0: thing so hickman's not yet deal is he can write for whoever he wants. They just want him on one of his books. Cool. That's happened a lot in the past. People write for shit. Cool. But the big one was what I would call, because I don't have much knowledge, the biggest name in Marvel comics signed an exclusive, the only name in Marvel comics signed an exclusive deal with DC.
1: Not the only name. Jason Aaron's a name. All right, fine.
0: fine. But he signed a fucking lofty deal from what I could read online. Like, an unheard of deal
1: yeah well I mean in fairness I I think they've been throwing money at him for years it was just like a lot of it was just like it finally kind of gelled um but yeah like I don't know it's like I'm of two minds about it we just literally just recorded an episode about it Kevin and I because we both had thoughts like my initial thought that still is very accessible is just intense despair (laughs) (laughs) because I'm just like oh fuck like I I was driving with Kevin before recording it and I, um, literally, I can't remember what I was talking about, Miles Morales or Jessica Jones. I'm just like, oh, God! Oh, does he write <laughs> both of those? Like, yeah, he created Jessica Jones. He created Miles Morales. Oh, I knew he
0: created Miles. I didn't know he created Jessica. Yeah. Damn. So I,
1: just, I was just like, oh, Jesus Christ, no. Um, but I was like, I'll save it for the show. But oh, God, no.
0: <laughs> but imagine <laughs> what he can do with JLA. Like, imagine what he can do with the Justice League.
1: Oh, I'm not saying, again, it's, it's, oh. like, it's like a part of me is, like, I don't want to, I, I I don't want to be, like, upset, because I'm, like, I definitely think he's gonna do good stuff, it's just, like, there's a big part of me that's just, like, I just fucking want to see him just do what the fuck he's been doing, but, like, at the same time, like, he's gonna stop eventually anyway, I mean, god knows when that'll be, but he's been doing Spider-Man for, like, 17 years now, um, but yeah it was Ultimate Spider-Man basically that all I mean it's all now merged like Miles is uh regular MCU now and everything but it's been the same continuous story for yeah. 17 years um, Jessica Jones about the same wow um, so yeah so it was just like it's just like I don't know how long they would have kept going um, I'd like to think I mean I, in fairness though like it's not like fucking like Spider-Man went away when Stan Lee stopped writing him or Jerry Conway stopped writing him or of blah of course. So it's like, a big part of me is like, I know that the characters will still exist and they'll probably still be good. It just, it's just, I don't know. It's like, it's almost kind of like, I now have a thing where I feel intense panic. Like when people, like, like, um, like The Runaways, uh, Brian K. Vaughn's book, um, he said, and I quote, like, when he was leaving the book, he was like, I really don't want to leave, but like, I feel like the only way that it's going to become what I wanted it to be, which is like my gift to the Marvel Universe, is if I leave. Because he's like, at a certain point, it must be known as my book, and no one will want to touch these characters. Whereas if I leave now, like, other people, and then other people just fucking you'll, ruin it. You'll have your run, like, Frank Miller's Batman yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it just, it just, it, and, but then people just fucking ruined it. And so I'm just, like, when, like, I bend this leave, like, I'm just, like, <laughs> I don't think people will fuck up Jessica Jones. No. I'm hoping people will fuck up Miles Morales. <laughs> but it's, like, it's just a thing where I'm just, like, I'm just, I'm scared of what might happen but and so it, like it's at odds with being excited about what will happen like yeah. cuz he probably will do really awesome Yeah, I you know,
0: mean like, I mean it's it's very I my reaction to it was because uh the Bendis stuff I know is what you've told me to read. Uh like the Marvel's Disassembled. Uh the book I have signed by Bendis that I found on my own. Um the my uh, like Im- that. my <laughs> impression was DC went, God damn it, Marvel has everything right now. Well, you're not going to have the writers. And they're just like going all in on their books. They're like, all right, fuck you. We're going to build our brand m- stronger here because their books are already better than most of what Marvel's got going on uh so we're gonna other than the bendis stuff. other than the bendis stuff which now it's like well we'll take that too it's like it's like when a company just starts because google heads like google execs get scalped all the time to failing companies dc's not a failing company but i'm saying that's the mentality of dc right now oh, like, i know it's basically like it's
1: basically it like all. if you look at like kind of like it's basically like wf and wcw back in the day where yeah. this is just like well they're basically trying to like kill each other. Like yeah. I guess they always were. Yeah. Like, this is like the first time since like in like at least 10 years where it's been so fucking like flagrant. Yeah. Um but as I'm saying, like I I'm not I do think the fact that like because I will say ever since fucking Axel took over as uh the editor in chief of Marvel, it has not been at the same level it was before that. Yeah. Um, like the only books I really read um, now, are Bendis books. Like, I read his Iron Man stuff, I read, like, uh, Spider Man, I read Jessica Jones, like, I read Defenders, like, whatever. Um, because basically, like, every other decision I feel like uh, Axel's made has been not incredible. Um, I wasn't saying that, but fine. Um,
0: yeah, my, my words, not yours.
1: Whereas Dan Didio, like, it's actually been pretty consistent. Like, I mean, even though New 2 fell apart hard. Like, it's still, like... He still had a consistent... It stayed at a decent level. Like, it stayed at a good level. It was never as great as it was, as Marvel, in my mind, was in, like, the uh, 2000s. But it was always at a good level. And it's, like, now that Marvel is kind of on a fucking bullet train to hell, uh, comics-wise, and doing amazing shit in film, it's, like... (laughs) It, it bothers me on a certain level that, like, DC's like, alright, fine, fuck it. all Our books will be the best fucking books. Your movies would be the best fucking movies. Let's see how that fucking works. Yeah. <laughs> but, like...
0: Which, so far, not too bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's fine. It's DC also
0: of- has their TV shows that people like, and they've got the animated movies that people like. I feel like the, the benefit to what DC's doing right now is long-term. When Marvel falls out of the good graces which will be a very long time but when they fall out of good graces with their movies when the recasting starts happening and all this different work starts moving in different directions they'll start to lose the people watching the movies which isn't they don't have all the comic book fans in the movies i mean they have all their fans in but i'm telling you, the the big pull they bring half the people i talk to have never read a comic in their life they just love the marvel movies so when that starts going downhill and the people who are your diehard comic fans started to walk away because your books got shitty, DC will still be where the characters are important. Whereas Marvel, the characters will start to fade in both the movies and the comics at a certain point. It's going to take a while. Marvel's
1: looking strong. No, I definitely think that, like, this might be what lights a fire. I mean, maybe it won't be this. Maybe it'll be a couple years from now. I don't know. But I do think a fire is... This is probably lighting a fire under Marvel to be like... Well, fuck. Remember what
0: your company is? Like, come on, man. Get it together.
1: Like, Uh, this might be what, like, knocks them out of their fucking, like, doldrums. I hope it is, at least. And
0: comic book sales are at least, like, plateauing for the first time in, like, years. Like, it's a roller coaster. They go up and down. But it's been either consistently down or small spikes for a while now, and DC's at a point and well comics as a whole, because of them entered the movies and the shows, where it's finally plateauing and raising in certain ways. Like like they talked about at Comic Con, DC metal, they did not expect to sell like it was at all. And it did. It took right off. So now's the time where dc's going heavy there though.
1: something is insane i know where it's like we didn't expect this blockbuster it's like it's like we didn't expect this michael bay blockbuster to make any <laughs> yeah. money but here we go like... oh what a
0: shocker <laughs> but what they're benefiting from it in my opinion is grabbing all those people that are starting to pick up comics because they love the shows are gonna go to the good stuff and and that's on dc side and that'll help build more and more and it's gonna be great
1: it's gonna be great and I mean, honestly, I think if Marvel's smart, they'll do what led Bendis there in the first place, which was what Joe Q did when he took over as editor in chief was basically headhunt independent independent talent and basically foster those be talents because Bendis came from independent comics, yeah. Um, and basically, he's like a lot of those guys came from independent comics. Snyder, and came basically from independent comics. Yep. And you basically just foster those talents and like let them kind of run free and build up and become like the, the foundation and like that's the thing is like right now they really don't that's the problem is they really don't have a foundation like they just have basically a bunch of like journeymen writers and artists which is fine but it's like that's not what made your best eras well, your those best eras were like the, top the, tier the, talent
0: yeah and the and my understanding is whenever you guys pitch me like the best stories that people have done it's either a someone who has been good universally or be someone at the relative beginning of their career when they're like, I have fresh ideas. These people who have been doing these books and working with this company for so long get kind of entrenched in what the character should be and not what the character could be. So with independent people coming up who have, you know, something to prove, more or less, they're like, all right, let's 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 see what I can take this turn. Let's like, you know, let's make uh, Namor a cool guy again and shit like that, like whatever.
1: But... Uh, I mean, I do think... Marvel is doing that in some ways, like getting like Max Bemis, um, who was, I knew him as a musician from Say Anything, um, but they gave him uh, first this like digital X-Men title, but now they've given him, because um, he did independent work, um, and then he did like this uh, X-Men title, like a digital one, now they gave him Moon Knight. I don't like his Moon Knight, but I mean, I'm glad they gave it it's to him. It's cool like, that he has it, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah, I was just like, so it's like kind of the whole legacy thing, I'm like, there's parts of it that I'm, like, I, the the idea of it, I like of basically, like, taking people and giving them their shot on these bigger characters. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, none of it has really caught, per se, for me. But, like, they from the X-Men books, but that would be for Legacy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, we'll see. I mean, I do think that now <laughs> now DC, as far as, like, their comics go, basically it's, like, fucking Murderer's Row. Like, really, all they, At this point, all they fucking need is to, like, fucking somehow woo... Brubaker and Fraction back from Independent Comics into DC, and then just like, hey, look, we have everybody from the Marvel in the 2000s. Suck it. So, like, <laughs> yeah. Doing. We're WCW. Stuff. This is the NWO. <laughs> like. Uh, all
0: um, right. So yeah. let's let's go to. We're gonna skip the games today because we're on a time crunch. So we're gonna blast this last part out. And this last part is basically self-plugging some awesome nonsense. Not like that, magic. I see your eyes. Uh. So I was talking with Cardinal about, if you remember two, three episodes ago, two episodes ago, uh, I talked for a while at the end about wanting to do, like, just more stuff. Not necessarily, like, anything that has, you know, any sort of value to anybody, but stuff that I want to do, and stuff I want you to do, and stuff I want Cardinal to do. Because I really want to see you make videos, film, shows, short film, yeah stuff. I really want to know what Kevin Cardinal can do when he actually writes about something he cares about. Cause he talks like a writer. So I wanna I wanna read what he has to write. And I want to just and just take it all. I just want it. Give it to me. So uh, I'll just get it straight from the source, which is you two guys. So we were talking about building a website. I was talking about that the other time. I actually went online, did a bunch of research. Me and Cards both uh, don't really love the way the SoundCloud works with us paying separate and you only get options to basically just upload your music and that's it. Or podcast. So I looked on there and I found a website builder. I'm not going to give names. They don't pay us. You know, maybe Cardinal brought up a point that like if we email them like, hey, we're using your site as a way to continue to bolster ourselves. Like can we advertise you and get like discounts or free rates? Um, so I'll, I'll pitch them when the time comes. Um, anyways, the point is uh, we can build a website. We can have multiple pages for multiple things, such as Gifted Punksters page, Men of the Machine page, crossover, videos, blog for writing. I would like to do a comic strip, because you can upload your own comics, and just for fun, that's how the guy who made One Punch Man, that's the only reason he's famous, because someone read his incredibly poorly drawn webcomic and went, this is amazing. So, we'll be able to do all that. Have an About Us, have like an email section, a comment section, which probably won't get much love, but we can hope. Uh... And save money because we're paying for two separate SoundCloud subscriptions. And the sound, one SoundCloud subscription alone is more expensive than the monthly for what I found. Um, and you can host podcasts on it. So, in theory, probably in about a month or two, maybe at the new year, maybe January 1st is when we'll, like, f- finally have it and put it all up and it'll be done, um, we will actually have a home for what we do. Like, it won't just be recording and uploading kind of, like, freeform on the internet, you know what I mean? Like, SoundCloud is just whoever wants to put music on here puts it on here and you find it and we, like, tag it to iTunes and Google Play and all this shit and it's, like, fine. But this will be an actual hub. This will be a way for Google searches to appear. A way for, like, us to you shoot videos, him write stuff, me help start this comic thing I want to do. Um, and continue to push that and continue to at least try because if we don't do anything, there's no way we can get anywhere. So, we were talking about it back and forth if if for nothing else it's cheaper <laughs> so if for nothing else we can continue to do this without it costing us money um, and if for everything else we can tie in a bunch of fun stuff to get us moving which would be cool I, I think um, the the only thing we'll work on and this will be off the mic stuff is like uh, logistics with how we edit the site and how we build it and whose design likes this and yada 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 so that will be amazing I think that that has the potential to be something uh, all three of us can be proud to put our names on you know what I mean yeah, like I, I'm proud to put my name on the podcast I tell everyone I know like hey by the way I do a podcast called Man of the Machine but in a way that makes it feel like it's, it's something we actually own fair
1: enough so. me, that makes sense
0: um, it's gonna be awesome. and uh, we've been we've been bouncing ideas back and forth off each other of of ways to expand it. So anything you've got in mind, throw at me.
1: So the fucking like the group chat dies, and I tell you to fucking text each other so you don't attack me. And then things that'd actually be helpful for me to see in the group chat. Hey, are things that don't I, come to me. I
0: asked plenty of times in the group chat, and it is not anyone's fault it's everyone's fault that it didn't go anywhere. I asked, like, hey, I am interested in this website to maybe, like, a reply about something snarky about how uh, our writings don't matter or something from cards, or you're like, that's yeah. Not, that's or, not me. No, no, or, like, a, a, what you're what you're guilty of, we're not here to point out each other's flaws, but what you're guilty of is a very short, sure. Like, if you're gonna do the work, Sure, like no, I mean no, I will no, definitely no. like that's I will what, help in
1: whatever way I can. That it might just... not be
0: what's in your head, but that's the implication of because in text you get no con,
1: like you get no context, you get no tone. All I get to I see don't is know. no, no, I, don't, I know. What the fuck do I know about a website? Like I don't fucking know. No, like no. I made a website when I was like fucking twelve years old. Like, that's it was the best I can tell you.
0: But that's what I'm telling you. That's why these group chat things don't work super well. Because like what I'm trying when I'm overly excited you both might read as just like, okay, Kevin thinks the website's cool. And vice versa. When you say, uh, like that sounds cool. What you might think in your head is like, yeah, that's awesome. Let's talk about it more later. Not right now. Cause group chats are messy with how often your phone can blow up. I will read as Patrick, just going, sure, go do it. Like, you, you know what I mean? It, it's, it's really impossible to go back and forth. So, um, that's something we're going to work on. That's something we're going to expand. And in theory it'll grow everything i haven't checked i don't know how many episodes we've put out Patrick. i haven't checked that because i don't number them like kevin cardinal does um i know our views are at an all-time high because of me freaking spamming it at work which is important i mean that's how people get known um so hopefully that Translates over, and anyone listening to this keeps an eye out for when we do that kind of stuff. But we will be throwing it all over the internet. Anyways, Patrick has to go to Justice League. We'll talk all about it next week after we've both seen it, um, or at least a little bit about it. Uh, and anything else you want to say? Anything you gotta throw in there?
1: Uh, nothing I can think about this exact second, but it is nice to know you actually give a shit. That's that is nice to know. I don't that's, that's even want helpful. my
0: emotions. Got, so my "sounds good" comment was my emotions definitely having the best of me. Um, and my exact words were I might drive to Glens Falls and strangle this man so I brought myself down and I'd be happy to talk it out in a more civilized manner off the mic so um, point remains uh, check stuff out lots of good news to come Men of the machine Justice League next week uh, and we are going to talk about at the end Umbrella Academy finally because that was my last assignment so thank you for listening I'm Kevin I'm Pat. And we'll see you next week.